It's International Women's Day here on In the Weeds with Jimmy Young. And we've got two very successful female entrepreneurs from the cannabis space joining me in studio. Alyssa Merrill from Flower and Tonic and Beth Kaur from Pet Ease Products. Is every CBD product the same? You won't think so after you listen to this podcast. Don't look now, but it's a whole new world of weed out there. Pot is flower, it's Bruce Banner and Blue Dream. You've got bongs and dabs, resin and shatter, vaping and edibles, new terms, new strains, and new ways to use cannabis sativa, the plant. Some just made with CBD, and hemp has minimal THC. There's sativa and indica strains, and 100 chemicals, all legal in 10 states for adult use. There's a lot to get to know. Get used to it, folks, because it's legal in the Bay State and it's not going away. Neither is In the Weeds with Jimmy Young next. Revolutionary Clinics is just one of 49 medical cannabis dispensaries in Massachusetts, but there's a reason why it's one of the most popular. It's their patient-first philosophy. All day long, they teach, they educate, they communicate about this complicated plant called cannabis sativa. That's true. Whether you visit their Cambridge location in Fresh Pond at 110 Fawcett Street or at 67 Broadway in Somerville. Revolutionary Clinics, where the patient comes first. Judgment, or my better judgment. And Alyssa, you're saying yeah. it. I'm going to ask. It's an obvious question. Yeah. I have to follow Please. up on this. The stress of a relationship when one of the people in the relationship is in the cannabis business in whatever capacity yeah. compared to their partner, it can be, it's not dissimilar to what's going on in the political arena yeah. now. Okay? And, yeah. And there's passion because you see people, I see people who are methadone addicts, who oh. are just getting relief like bad. give oh. like and that's and McLean was using methadone like that right. that's legit and and I don't know yeah so it's worth fighting for yeah I way too emotional over it and it ties into my personal life and it's not a, the greatest I, career choice but I would never change what I'm doing I'm such a believer uh in some of these products and that they can really do and good I, I also think there's an important question that people need to ask themselves whether it's about their own use or use for their Household pets, yep. they're, they're beloved. I mean, right. the because the emotions, the, I totally the emotions involved. Similar emotions with a pet versus a a, a partner too. I, I totally get Absolutely. that. Love takes many different forms, it does. right? Okay. It does. But is the goal to address a an issue? Is it to become high? Is it purely recreational? Is there an underlying medical problem that could be addressed with? with CBD. I take it two times a day. I take it for sleep. I take it for arthritis in my foot, but I need to function during the day. I need to get behind a wheel and, and drive. Right. Um, so the use of recreational cannabis, yeah. not CBD derived from hemp, would not serve me well right. in, in that position. So I think, you know, asking, asking those questions, being well informed, looking at the research that's coming out in the veterinary side, uh, both Cornell Veterinary School and Colorado State University are coming out with with studies currently and continuing studies. Do you know if Tufts Veterinary School is is, is working on this at all? Because I actually know a couple people there, and, um, and I know a vet in the area. I'm not going to name him because I know you know who he is. Uh, not not right now. Okay. They're not. But but again, it's hard to get to get funding. Yes. Because veterinarians feel that they legally can't recommend CBD to their to their 
Right. Oh, what, owners and, 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 and patients. Right, because yeah. you mentioned it. it. It has to do with money. And until the banking industry is allowed to work with the cannabis industry, which, you know, and let me tell you, there's more movement in D.C. now than I've ever seen for this. And I'm going to give John Boehner a, a shout out. You know, the guy goes from a prohibitionist to an investor in Acreage Holdings because he found out, holy mackerel, this mm-hmm. stuff works. Yeah. And it's not that big a deal. Yeah. Like, why didn't people listen to Sanjay Gupta? Like, I'll never understand. Like, he came out and said, what, like, this is the legit. Like, I don't know. Not that anyone's going to listen to me when I'm trying to say, you know. It's another adult use product that adults ha- don't have time in the day to do the research and education true, true, that true. they want. It's, oh, i got to learn about this now, and, right? Oh, and by the way, as an apparent, Alyssa, yeah. you have to talk to your children not only about it's another adult use product that you have to talk to your children about. And what are the children's jobs to drive you crazy? To push the bo- <laughs> to push the boundaries. To you know, you're going to set up these boundaries, and they're going to just push up against them just to see how much I can get a little rise out of mommy and daddy on this. We were all kids. We forget, by the way, a lot of us what it was like to grow up as a teenager or what have you. But that's what they do, and that's part of. Um, the unconditional love that happens between a parent and a child. And it is not an easy thing. We talked about it. It's the toughest freaking job you'll ever have because there's, the only training you have are your own role models. How'd that work out for you? I'm just saying. Sorry, I'm not going to say that. No, by the way, unfortunately, both my parents have passed. So I'm very easily, uh, it's easy to take shots at those who cannot defend themselves. Let's just say, all right? And they managed to put a pretty good, I think I turned out all right. My dad was the nicest guy in the world, and I try to live up to that every day. You know what? That is pressure. You're pressure. doing a good job. Thank you, Alyssa. I appreciate well, that. that. Actually, you bring up a good point, and I'm going to veer from my lane a little bit, yep. in that there are, are a lot of studies going on right now, most of them out of Israel, about the use of CBD in children. And this could be a controversial topic, no. but you're removing the risk of intoxication. Intoxication, yeah. right. Um, but no one's over over overdosing. No one's overdosing. It's not possible. No one's on, either, on either product, by on the either way. Product, right. Okay, let's just uh, yeah. yes, you can get too much of that. Uh, I, I'll, yeah. right, we all admit that you can get too high. Yes. But you're not going to die. And you have to actually it's a great mantra. I'm gonna be okay. <laughs> I'm gonna be okay. I'm gonna drink some more water. I'm gonna find some C B D. You know, this is, I'm just telling you how you can get through it. Could could C B D address some of the um, issues, some of the medical issues where prescriptions have been written With, and written and written without and without a doubt ADD ADHD some of the uh, spectrum disorders so I sold Ritalin right mm-hmm. with you know, a big pharma company, and uh, called on the best doctors, like the national opinion leaders. And I was so excited. Uh, Dr. Hallowell was actually referenced in Herb Magazine recently, mm-hmm. talking about, about Ritalin being, um, Ritalin and Adderall, and CBD possibly playing a role in, in replacing those. And, like, I, it's just weird. People had a lot of respect for me when I sold Ritalin for a big pharma company, but yet it's been hard to for people to respect what I'm trying to do with CBD. And I do think it's a safer alternative. Hands down, if my kid needed something, it would 100% be the CBD I'm testing. Right. Never one, I'm sorry, never, never, never one off the shelf somewhere. Right. Don't do it, especially with kids. There are paint thinners. There are just Yuck. bad things. That's why, again, I, I at some point, the either the FDA or somebody needs to do something about regulating CBD. Or is it is it well, just because, look, this is a... This is a natural plant. It grows and has been referred to as a weed because it is a weed, okay, but has amazing medicinal benefits. So it seems to me studying it again and getting educated is what needs to happen. 
I'm a little frustrated that some of the brands haven't started investing. Like, you know, I'm tired of hearing the story, well, we can't get, you know, I don't care if it's like a, it doesn't have to be a pharmaceutical-based clinical trial. It can just be a trial. It can just go to Dr. Like, we could go to Dr. Hallowell right now and sponsor 50 kids on CBD versus Ritalin. There are so many options, and I don't quite understand why these companies who are doing very well with distribution are not participating or trying to offer more. Because they're part of, look, the human being is a flawed being. The human condition. The human condition, we're flawed beings. Um, We get comfortable in our own little worlds. And anything new and different means I have to devote some time to learn, do due diligence about this new product or whatever it is. Look, it could be a show too. It doesn't have to be medicine. We're talking about any new activity or whatever. You've got to learn how to do it right. You, education is the is a lot is the key to a lot of wonderful things, you know. So just saying that. Um, anyway, uh, I, I knew we have a few more things we can talk yeah, about, yeah. which is great because so uh, it, it is kind of crazy. Um, where do you see CBD fitting? Is it in the wellness space or the cannabis space? Good question. I know I always come up with it, this. Uh, like. Yo, the people who are constantly asking me, chiropractors, yoga studios, um, health and wellness shops. But I think, yeah, I say it straddles. I, I would say yeah. it straddles as well. But you have you have to have a curious consumer. Yes. Um, you have to have a com- consumer that is interested and open to and learning and about open, learning, open to learning, right? And for whom I mean, I'm a I'm a fairly traditional person. I was never a recreational cannabis user. I became interested in CBD because I started reading the results of scientific scientific tests that showed that it was impactful. And I went, hmm, there's something here. Let's let's go with this. Let's pursue this. So there are probably people out there that are more open to kind of al- alternative uh, medicines and medicines. therapies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know, I needed to see the results. I needed to. I needed to. I needed the science before right. I was yeah. going to go there. Interesting. Um, so there may there may be consumers that are like, yeah, I'll, this this sounds good. I'll give yes. this a try. Yep. And then there are going to be those that are going to say, show it to me. Yeah, yep. and we're trying, and that's exactly. I am so glad it's exactly where we want to be. An alternative based in science. Like I believe in some of the stuff, but I am not a believer. In, like I made fun of people who were going to their naturopaths and sticking out their tongue and then cutting out. You know, like everyone cut out gluten and sugar, and I was like, "Have fun." I was By not, way, or it ain't ever happening right. in my diet. Yeah. Okay, I love bagels food. are very good. Bagels, yes. natural fruit, and bagels. <laughs> yeah. I could live on that <laughs> forever. That. You know, I'm sorry. I just I love my fruits and I love my natural sugars. Yeah. And by the way, my experience with Adderall yeah. was scary. Yeah, what yeah. a shock! And I am ADHD. Another shock. I know. Shocking. Yeah, yeah I know. Whatever. Um, I think it all goes under the wellness space. Just for the record, I really do. I, I, health and wellness. It really, it's. Look, it can improve your health. You have something inside of you yeah. that it will interact with that can actually improve your wellness and health. Learn about the endocannabinoid system. See what kind of strains. Start low and go slow. Yeah. You are self-medicating. And, and you ask, are a guinea pig. Ask, ask questions. Oh, my and God, I think totally. If, if, if you're a producer or a distributor or if you're a, you know, a small company owner as I am, you have to be willing to answer those questions. You have to be willing to engage. And if you are finding someone who's not responding, if you're not getting the answers, maybe you should walk away. Maybe you shouldn't pick that bottle up off the shelf. 
Topicals or tinctures? So I have to say, I there's a place for both, really. Like, mm-hmm. it's so hard because people are constantly like, well, how do I take it? Um, I take, like, a gummy yep. in the morning. Like, I love the gummies. And how many milligrams in that gummy that you take in the morning? Like, you would take a vitamin, I might add. So I would, if I'm, if I'm telling a friend, I would say 15 milligrams in a gummy is about right. But, like, if you're taking for anxiety, a tincture is the better way to go. It, it acts more like a, it's a, more, direct, direct, it's okay. a more direct delivery right. system. Yeah. Right. Under the tongue is always the most direct, I believe, for any kind of absorption. In the, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 And on the, on the veterinary side, yeah. with a topical, you, you have an issue with licking, right? We're, we as human beings are not going to say, oh, my foot is bothering me, rub the top, topical on and then lick it off. Um, but as a dog or cat, <laughs> you might. Um, you might. However, give them something to do all day. <laughs> that, that being said, if you have a very sick animal who, um, you know, there are a lot of there are a lot of um, illnesses in the veterinary world that will will cause a dog or a cat to go into a state of anorexia where they're not eating. Interesting. And you need to kickstart that appetite. Right. And CBD can be really helpful for that. But if they're not going to open their mouth, if they're going to spit it out, if, if it's going to create trauma, you can think about um, applying even the tincture um, to the hairless underside of the ear, not the ear canal, not inside the ear but absorption through the skin to just see if you can get enough in their system to get the appetite. It's not going to make them go. No, because no. you're, you're rubbing in. It's just like a, a, I, you knew applying. exactly what I was doing. Right? I did. I did. Scratching your <laughs> um, So, so it's a, li- a little bit different. So direct, directly into the mouth is, is ideal. Okay. All right. Um, good answers. Great. Draw. And then it kind of goes to my next one. How much CBD in a dose? And you're taking 15 to 25 in the morning. Is that, uh, I mean, is I'd that... say a, a good starting dose is about 10 to like, go slow again, uh, mm-hmm. 10 to 15 milligrams. But it's, it's so tricky because like you'll see one bottle that's 250 milligrams and it might cost. And again, if it's cheaper than you want, don't buy it. Like if it, there's a pretty standardized. Don't be, don't, don't, get, don't go for a good bargain. No, no. bar, yeah, it's no bargain not, basements when it comes yeah. to this kind of thing because it's a, it's a medicinal product. You're already right? taking yep. such a long shot. Like literally one out of four are going to work for you. Like it's just sad to me how right. much money is being spent on all these products again that will never work. But, um, and it, you get these consumers too that have tried it and uh, didn't work for me. It's 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 and uh, sometimes it's a dose it's witch oil, you know what I mean? Right, 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 right. And and sometimes it goes the other way too, where I've had people telling me, "Oh, this product's amazing," and the placebo effect is real. Thirty yeah. percent, like AARP number, actually. That's right. Thirty percent of the effect is placebo. So then you have people really saying, "Oh, this product is amazing," and then I tested it at the lab, and I'm like, "Really? It's That's, inert." Yeah. Revolutionary Clinics is just one of 49 medical cannabis dispensaries in Massachusetts, but there's a reason why it's one of the most popular. It's their patient-first philosophy. All day long, they teach, they educate, they communicate about this complicated plant called Cannabis Sativa. That's true. Whether you visit their Cambridge location in Fresh Pond at 110 Fawcett Street or at 67 Broadway in Somerville. Revolutionary Clinics, where the patient comes first. 
In the Weeds is a podcast for the Cannabis Multimedia Network for the enjoyment and education of our audience. It is available on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and a video record is available on the WeedTube and on the Cannabis Multimedia Network. Any medical advice is not a reflection of the management of CLNS Media or Cannabis Multimedia Network.